Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 277, probably, maybe, if we're keeping track. Yeah. We didn't get any insights since last week, which was actually yesterday. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly a week goes in Hasbeen Towers. Yeah, they all sort of roll into one, don't mm. they? Uh. Uh, this week, we have a beer from Moore. And Moore beer is always a good thing. Tell me more, Ron. Oh, <laughs> battle of the puns here. Um, the shit jokes are back. <laughs> Oops, I swore. Uh, we will rate this accordingly. Uh, yeah, so more beer are... I've been canning their beers for quite a while now. Um, we were one of the first people to really invest in a big canning line. I don't think I've ever had anything of theirs that wasn't in a can, to be honest. Um, I, they used to do their Claudia, which is their um, American wheat in... Um, bottles and I used to drink enjoy that thoroughly some more um, thank you but uh, yes they, they've done cans quite a while now and uh, also the first people to get the uh, the real ale in a can thing sorted so yeah it, was, it says can condition with uh, live yeast yeah so basically confirmation that this is actual real ale because it's got you know, uh, yeast in there and it's conditioned by the yeast gets its carbonation from them um, but done in a can mm. and it smells really nice <laughs> mm, tastes good tastes like honey mm. very floral honey mm. yeah it's quite sweet though I think the sweetness is just for me is what's just like mm. so it's 4.1%, which is a good thing. I, and for me, one of the, I've been drinking more beers now for quite a long, long period, and one of the things I will say consistently for them is they are really, really good at lower percentage beers. Mm. In terms of like, when someone says, I want a can of something 3 4-ish kind of percent that I can have a few of and start the evening on, more beers are one of my go-tos. Every time, because I think they just deliver so so good on that. Every time you say more, it's just like more, more, more beers, more beers. Like yeah, we we get it, Roland. You like you like a drink, all right? Uh, <laughs> it's fair and true. I've, uh, got, I've got to wonder if the name was a was a a bit tongue in cheek. Uh, there's a, a good history to the name. It was um, existing company that's been taken over by the current. People, but I, I'm terribly bad at research, and I, I can't I mean, reference remember any of the references anymore. Well, that's the thing. I mean, they've, they've embraced the pun in their branding, haven't they? I mean, mm. more beer company, and then underneath their slogan, drink more beer. Uh, it's like um, so I, they, I, they're I, growing I, themselves out very nicely. There's some new places you can drink their beer now. Um, sure, it's a good thing. Uh, I also feel like they they maybe not one of the trendier of the kind of crafty beer type ones. Um, because they like, just like they keep trendy. Well, no, they, they they keep doing what they do. What they do is really good, um, and that's been that's a really good. Positive the problem, thing the problem with trendy people is they're always trying to uh, get the attention of the same people, mm. and it's like it's true. You know, you, you're fighting the losing battle in that respect. You know, if you if you're good at something, keep doing it, and you know people will appreciate that. You know, it, absolutely, and. I think more are a really good example of one where they've got a well-earned reputation. Like they're a, that branding is pretty, I think it's reasonable. 
but I think it works. It's like recognizable, which is probably the, the most important thing. And I know if I go into a bottle oh. shop and I see some of their cans, I'll go and look at them. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I've, I've, I've had plenty of stuff that's been in flashier looking uh, bottles or cans. And, you know, it's definitely, you know, trying to appear, appeal to the, uh, the hipster market. And it tastes like crap. You know, this, you know they've, got, got, they've got good marking, a good spiel, crap beer. Mm. And it's like, you know, whereas this is, you know, pretty consistent branding. Like, it's, it's very much like a lot of their other stuff that I've seen before. You know, it stands out. It's very recognisably their stuff. And is it the most flashy stuff? No. Uh, but it's damn good beer. Mm. So the, the, the bump from the front is highly sessionable. I'm definitely down with that one. Mm. Ultra Pale Ale... Um, yeah, I give that. Hold it up. It is very light. Um, bouncing rich British floor malts with modern British hops. So this is a, a British malt and British hop combo. Uh, the, the floor malt's an interesting thing uh, in the sense that... So this is the traditional way of malting uh, is that you have uh, a floor which would have air that kind of passes through the floor to keep it ventilated mm. uh, and that they would then go around with a uh, like a rake effectively to to rearrange the malt to stop it having spots that are over or under dried mm. because you want an even drying process Interesting. Um, and this is the traditional way of doing it it's not it's something that's made a big deal off for lager brewers so lager brewers talk about floor malted Bavarian and, or Czech kind of uh, Pilsner malt and stuff as being a big thing um, it's not something that gets talked about as much about British malts, but British malting has actually got a pretty kind of impressive and complex um, history. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good thing that they're showcasing those malts, um, and I think it, it adds definite character. Like, the malts, for me, in this are really nice. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I've never... It, it tends to be one of those things that gets overlooked, doesn't it? It's, mm. uh, the malts, um, you know, because everyone tends to focus so much on the hops. Uh, it's one of those... It, it, they don't get talked about in, enough. I'm, like, I'm sure brewers don't overlook it, but, like, consumers, like, yeah, a, a, a lot... The way things are pushed yeah. to uh, the end consumer is generally people talk about the hops before anything else, and it's just like... And it's just worth noting it's only, like, a handful of maltsters now in the UK... There's, I think, like maybe four, something like that. Um, and this isn't the kind of um, a totally bad thing. It's just that as you, know, you move on in time, it, it, there's a point where everybody used to malt their own, make their own malt. Mm. Um, it still actually happens in, in like certain places, like really isolated places, like uh, bits of Scandinavia. They'll still, if it's a really isolated location, they'll make their own malt because they can't got time to ah, get it brought in. Yeah. But... Um, it makes a lot of sense to do it en masse. Uh, it's a relatively easy thing to do on, in larger volumes. And as big as the, the brewing industry has become, um, it still just makes sense to do it in actually a relatively small number of places. Uh, that said, a lot of the places that do it in the UK still have a lot of heritage to them and do things, by and large, in a very traditional way, rather than being kind of ultra-modern from what I've, what I've heard. Um, it is one of those places I'd always it's love not, to actually go and have a look round. It's not, it's not been, uh, you know, it's not one of those components of the brewing industry that's been, like, you know, refined so much by, like, with a big beer, like you talk about, uh, you mm. always hear them talking about consistency with 
uh, certain brands like Budweiser and stuff like that. You know, it's, well, it's, not, it's not places, become so clinical or processed that. Uh, well, in certain places it has, um, and I think certainly if you went to like like some Budweiser, like they would have a massively clinical control over the processes mm-hmm. that are going on and, and the quality of what they're getting. Uh, but actually, for a lot of the the people who are not those guys, the people who are taking smaller amounts, um, no, I think it's still very much a uh, that a more traditional process. But one of the things that's interesting is that uh, it kind of there's variation because you know your barley crop's different every time, mm. so they can't always malt it the same. They can't always get exactly the same result out of it. But it's not the kind of thing that a drinker will always notice. Mm. And if you're a professional brewer, you might it's quite a big issue for you that you're kind of trying your malts and you're trying to think, well, which, how efficient are they? How much sugar do I get out of the malts this time around? It can make a really big impact on how much that beer costs you to brew because maybe you have to use more or less of it depending on the quality of it to get the same um, results out as well as actual flavour. Things like efficiency become really important. Um, yeah, so I know, that's something I know I've heard from brewers before is that that's kind of maybe it's more of a, as you say, I think that brewers... Professional brewers will get into a bit more. Yeah, rather than, often misses. rather than the consumers. So. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I really like that and this beer. Um, I also really like the British hops. Um, yeah, it, I, I, so that honey thing that we were getting initially, when we, as, it's, as it's warmed up, there's a real nice tang in there that mm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, uh, to get. It just, it, it's not... It's not overwhelming. It's just a, it's nice and complimentary. Uh, mm. Yeah, I'm also get like a, a really nice floral bit and then some orange there as well that I'm really mm. like sweet orange that's really yeah. enjoying. Yeah, I can see the orange. Mm. What do you mean? Yeah, mm. I like it. Yeah, it's tasty beer. And definitely for me, it's that sessionable thing. I'm kind of disappointed that it's only the one can of this. Mm. So what you're saying is you want some more? Mm-hmm. Way. <laughs> the gift that keeps oh. on giving. Uh, oh. <laughs> well. It's one of those weeks I'm going to give you a free pass on this. You allowed it. Yeah. Well, I've got nothing more to say, so... Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm just oh. going gonna, gonna to give you my score. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> that one was free. Um... Yeah, it's it's tasty. I like it. I want to have some more. Uh, <laughs> that one wasn't intended. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh... Oh, yeah, we're going nine. Nine. Another nine. Another nine. Uh... Maybe it's just a a week of terrible, terrible consistency that we're not used to. Because you know what. Nine. I, I agree entirely with you. Um, and that's two nines we've thrown down, two weeks in a row. I think this is... I'm not sure I've had this beer from them before, um, which is probably a silly mistake on my part. Uh, if I... You know, I, I like the beer a lot. I think it's really clever. And I, particularly at this moment, I'm really appreciating that kind of degree of hop flavour and the malt flavour that's there, without it being either cloyingly sweet or like just a big American 
Yeah, no, Pine bomb, it's actually got loads it's, of flavour. It's, it's got a great balance to it, I think. That's the thing. Mm. And it, it, that, I think that's what makes it so enjoyable. It's not trying to do one thing. It's, you know... it's And maybe that's like, that's two weeks in a row where beer bods have sent us beers where our kind of the defining feature for us is they've just really nailed the balance of the beer. Mm. You've got something that really is just mm. super easy drinking but clever and delicious at the same time. Yeah. It could also be that the, 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 two, the, the last two times we've done this and drank the beer, we've got to the end of the day and it's just like, it's one of the, they've both been days where it's just like, I really want a beer. Yeah. I need, There's a possibility of I this. I need a beer. So, um, <laughs> Matt, if you're listening and you want to send us some more of each of those, and we'll did, retest did, did, that. Did, was that intentional? No, unintended that time. Uh, Sorry. Easy, easy. You, you, you need to practice. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so if, if you want to send us more more, that's fine. We will we'll take that on and, and do that for you. So, well, how would you say that bullet? Yeah. Uh, I think on that note, we need to drink up and shut up. Yeah. No more. We're done. <laughs>